back to the Two Open Minds podcast. My name is Almira, and today Jake's not going to be in, so we have a special guest, and her name's Joanna. Joanna. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Are you excited? I'm a little bit excited and a lot nervous. Why? I've never been on a podcast before. Huh, trust me. I know exactly how it feels like. You're a pro now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I feel like a Dusting pro. Dusting off the shoulder. Exactly. So, um, before we get into our topic, Joanna, yes. I need to know about you. Okay. Just like how my guest, my, my little audience that I have, and Jake's and I's audience, want to know about you. So, give me a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Your culture? Start from there. Soy mexicana. Okay. From my mom's side. But... I was born and raised here in North County, San Diego, Escondido and San Marcos, kind of grew okay. up in those two areas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your life? <laughs> That's a vague question. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach. She loves That's hikes. I do. I hike by myself a lot. At night. Please don't come and stalk me. <laughs> She'd, yeah. Uh, I probably would one time. But you always go at night, which I don't support that. Only when I have a headlamp. And if you don't, then I try to go in the morning. Okay, well, when I the guess. animals are all hungry. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me, I want to know what your perspective before we kind of get into this, um, when it comes to like, kind of not giving advice but giving your perspective on things to people. Why do you feel like it's like important to do that? I think it's always good <clears throat> to have. Well, so I internalize things a lot. I keep things in my own head. Okay. Um, but I think it's always good to have a sounding board and someone to vent to. Yeah. Just to kind of let it out. It's really cathartic if you just get rid of some of your emotions. While yeah. Talking. Well, I mean, like, and you're an introvert, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you and Jake have that in common. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, it. So you think, obviously, being an introvert, it it helps you a lot more to right to kind of like let things out, vent it to someone, and you know either get some advice from somebody or hope that what you say can help someone else. Definitely. Yeah. I think, despite me keeping things in a lot. I find that other people tend to come to me Got to it. be their sounding board and to give them some advice, whether or not I have experience in yeah. whatever they're going through or not. Do you feel like your ability to like empathize with people is kind of, it's good? Like it, you can, like it's not difficult for you? Yeah, otherwise I sound like a serial killer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one thing you don't know about, Jana. I'm super morbid. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, awesome. Is there anything else you want to kind of let... Um, people know about you that I maybe didn't ask you because obviously we'll know more about you when we go into our topic today but like something specific some, something you like something that I like anything yeah hmm. I love so goats are my favorite animal oh really but despite being so adorably cute I also love eating goat oh okay I have killed a goat before okay anyway <laughs> sorry <laughs> Anyway. What did it do to you? Um, so this was <laughs> we 
could learn new things about each other. Uh, this was when I was, I think, in seventh or eighth grade. It was a cultural thing that we did, and we do like every couple of years. And we went to this like farm. A sacrifice. No, like every don't three. No. Years <laughs> on a full moon. No. Um. Oh goodness, it's gonna sound like Iranians kill goats for fun. <laughs> no. So. Um, uh, we went to this farm down in like Temecula, I think it was, and I ran and with my family and we picked the special goat and then I was able to cut its head off and oh, yeah, it kind of sucked, but I'm sure it tasted so good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you like goats, but you also like the taste of them. Yes. Okay, I will one day kill one just for you. Nice. Anyways, <laughs> so question of the day today is Joanna's. Mm-hmm. Uh, special special question that she's going to be able to ask me and I'm going to ask her. Okay. Let's do it. Elmira, <clears throat> what's been on your mind lately? Oh God, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I told you I had two questions. One less deep, one <laughs> more deep. What's been on my mind lately? Yeah. How can you ask that? I mean, you can take it as Oh, I can take it very deep. Yeah. There's a lot that's been on my mind. Go for it. You want to go personal? Yeah. Why not? No, I mean, I feel like every day, because we work, so Amir and I work together. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot. She didn't just find me on Craigslist. (laughs) I probably would have, though. That's fine. I would have answered. (laughs) Yeah, Amir and I work together at the same biotech company. Yes. Yes. And that's how I got to meet her, and she is a special and amazing individual, and I hope that everybody gets a chance to have her as a friend. Oh, my heart. Ah, oh, June. Is <laughs> if I had a heart, it's too cold and little. Oh, my. Um, okay. What's been on my mind lately? Yeah. <clears throat> Can we go specific, like category wise? Because Whatever you want. It's a, I left it open-ended for a reason. It's very open-ended, yeah. though. Oh, goodness. I mean, let's see. Obviously, you know my school situation, trying to get into med school. Um, that's been very stressful, especially because I'm just trying to – I'm literally hustling my way to get there somehow. Um, so that's just, that's just, like, something that's, like, all, always going to be on my mind until hopefully I get there at some point. Um, it's just, I, that like kind of like serves as a big weight on my shoulder that like just can't seem to lighten up. And I think hopefully when I do get in or when I take my, and when I do my interview and I do get in, um, it'll be better. But other than that, I mean, I have, it's funny actually, and this was unplanned, but this, uh, question or what I'm going to answer is going to be a great segue into our topic today. But I've noticed that I have been very down on myself lately within the past couple of past couple of weeks. I've uh, I feel like I'm not forgiving myself and I feel like I feel like I'm not that I'm not good enough. I just feel like, you know, when you feel like you're trying to do something or you're trying to do a couple of things and for some reason 
anything that you really are trying to accomplish is just not you're just nothing is feeling complete yeah that's kind of like how I am right now okay. there are a couple of things in my life that I want and it's just like it's I'm not feeling like I'm getting there and it's just like you know you just get exhausted at yeah. some point you're not settled either exactly I'm not settled um I just I feel like and because of that I just mentally kind of um go down on myself and I'm like like what what am I doing wrong like how how can I like better myself and then you go and like you unintentionally subconsciously compare yourself to other people and then like and then you have to rewrap be like no Amira calm the fuck down like stop doing that like it's fine like you are exactly where you need to be so I like kind of bounce back and forth and I think it's just a phase that I'm going through right now in my life because I'm usually not like that. I usually try to like, you know how I am. Like I try to see the best in things and I just like accept things for what it is. But when you try so hard to get somewhere, whether it's for your school or whether it's for wanting to be in a relationship with someone or anything, you try so hard to get somewhere and it just, it doesn't work. And you know, it's not to start off on a bad note, but it it's it kind of no, it's no. kind of it gets kind of exhausting at some point Absolutely. because you're gonna get burnt out. You get burnt out. Yeah. You get mentally and emotionally burnt out. Absolutely. Yeah. But but that's something that I'm working on a lot, and I notice that like because I'm working on it and I'm I'm paying I'm very self aware of it. It has helped me a lot. Like overcoming these kind of like insecurities and definitely having the social support that I do definitely helps me get 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 um steer away from and really like you know look just continue to look at things on a brighter note it's it's honestly easier said than done like I'll post these positive notes and I'll mean it when I post it like I'm not trying to like be fake and you know I practice what I preach but there are those down times where you're just like wow like this kind of sucks but then you're like I got to stay positive and I have to stay, you know, you have to, you just have to stay positive. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm totally guilty of falling into the negativity <clears throat> and just dwelling on. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And you at some point you're just like, why? Like, why do I keep doing this? You get exhausted at some point, you know? Yeah. Anyway. But you also become complacent in it too. And it's hard to get out of that exactly. sort of stagnant emotion. And but you know what it is like what I mentioned having that social support having someone to go talk to having someone to vent to really like helps you get out of that complacent position and that I think that's really important because you can't you can't do this shit on your own you say well you can't I do I think for a but majority like, of it but do you think that do you think it slows your process down absolutely no I'm totally aware of how yeah. toxic it is yeah yeah but it, do you think it's important to have people to help you get through things because yes. again you're an introverted so it i'm sure it makes it like being doing trying to do things on your own is just how it's always been for mm-hmm. you yeah no, so like it's i'm hard for me to seek out other people for advice and stuff yeah. like that yeah okay how about you what's been on my mind what's lately? been on your mind lately because i'm <laughs> i know it ain't sunshine and roses <laughs> so i mean a little bit but you know so I think a little similarly is like <clears throat> school. So I'm working on my master's right now, just trying to get it done and completed and have this arbitrary deadline completely off my shoulders. I want yeah. it done and over with. Because, okay. And you do have like a deadline for yourself or it's just kind of like, I just it's need to get it there. I just need to get it done, yeah. So I think that's sort of been at the forefront of everything because I feel like <clears throat> until I get that done, I can't make big moves forward. Yeah. And then... 
just sort of in the like lingering in the back of my mind have just been my relationships like all encompassing like with my family or my boyfriend and stuff yeah like, yeah you're aware of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know the boyfriend's a choice. Not that it's bad. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I don't think it's bad. I just think, um, it, do you feel like it's just like take takes a lot of your a lot of your headspace in a way? Yeah, only because I'm in my head a lot. Yeah. About it. And you don't again ver- leading into today's topic. So. No, you don't verbalize it. Or are you not comfortable like to verbalize it? No. Yeah, I'm still trying to navigate that because it's not necessarily that I'm uncomfortable with it, but I still need to kind of work it out in my head first, everything I'm feeling at any given time. Okay. Before I can say what I mean. To him or to To whoever relationship that you have? Do you feel like you overthink it or you overanalyze it at times? Totally. Yeah. I do. But I try to, because I don't speak often, I try to speak. I try to be as deliberate with my words as possible. Got it. So it takes a long process for me to figure out what I want to say and what I really mean yeah. before it actually comes out of my mouth. I think, I mean, I think that's a good thing to have because one thing I notice with myself is if I ever get in an argument with someone or I'm like, I mean, I had a situation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. that like, we were in and I could have easily spoken at that moment and said something but it would have come out of um, like um, with emotions and that wouldn't be me so yeah so I go and like I even though me being an extrovert like I um really think a lot in my head and process everything to make sure it's like the way I'm actually feeling before I spit it out and say it to someone you know what I mean I would say though that the bad thing with keeping it in too long is when you start to compromise being able to say what you want yeah and i think that's the thing too it's we we are too afraid to say what we want Mm -hmm. and that's so bad it is see i've like i've gotten so good at that in a way though i like have i used to do that with people especially if there was a guy that i liked and i would I wouldn't say something because I didn't want to hurt him or I didn't want to lose him or I didn't want to say something that would make him think something else. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point where I'm like, I don't give a crap what you think. Like, it's if this is how I feel, let me tell you how I feel. If it's if it, this is gonna what's gonna ruin our friendship or our relationship, whatever it is, and that really sucks. That like you couldn't like really hear me out and understand my feelings. Because yeah. I think that's one thing that I'm I re- just realized right now is that when you say things to people, it <sighs> yeah I get it. It's like it's not what you say; it's how you say it. But sometimes people just can't understand that I'm just telling you how I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, like, words of hate. This isn't words of anger. Let's just, like, like I'm trying to tell you how I feel, and, like, I hope that you can listen to that, you know? Yeah. And um, people are too afraid to open up in that sense, yeah. and, which is understandable, mm-hmm. right? Because you get hurt, mm-hmm. and that's just not fun. <laughs> at all but we will continue this discussion that's a whole other topic topic, but i think it'll kind of join in in this conversation um so today's topic for our podcast is all about self-criticism um i mean before we continue or begin this discussion 
when it comes to self-criticism, obviously it all starts from insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, I mean, I, what a coincidence that with this topic, it's two females today instead of having a Jake in here. Because it, I don't think it's just a female thing that we Absolutely we just criticize. Like, it's just girls that have insecurities, girls that just criticize themselves and guys don't give a crap or whatever. Right. You think it's both. Absolutely. I just feel like you don't think, I just feel like guys don't, like, vocalize it um, as much. What do you think? I don't necessarily think that they don't vocalize <clears throat> as much. I just think in media or just in like everyday culture, it's expected more that women yeah put more of an emphasis on self-criticism or even criticizing each other. It's almost like there's like a little bit of competition. Yeah. So, but I don't think necessarily that men hold back any. Or like but even like displaying their insecurities, like you don't think men do that as much because of the of 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 the stigma that's around it. If a man talks about his insecurities or something like that, yeah, I think that's interesting. See, I think it's so hot when a guy talks about his insecurities mm -hmm. because for me, the key is acknowledgement. I think if you're a guy that like tries to cover it up and be all tough and macho and think you're so confident and you know yourself and you know I know who I am and da 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 no everybody has insecurities you well, can that be comes off arrogant though too because it comes a big off very arrogant and confident correct no 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 but see like I'm a very confident individual but I have my insecurities and I don't mind talking about it mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm I try to be as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. But then I, tr I, I hope I don't come off arrogant, you know? Totally she just, she just, <laughs> just brushed off her shoulder as if I do. Do we have to have a discussion after <laughs> this? this? A whole other time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I think it's very important for a man to like vocalize their insecurities and talk about it. Because acknowledging it, it's the first step to really like kind of like accept your insecurities for what they're. And I feel like a lot of guys don't do that because there's a stigma around it and because females are known to do that. Yeah. I think a lot of with vocalizing your insecurities, though, you're kind of also looking for reassurance from people. Well, first of all, we're weak human beings. Totally. Yeah. We need reassurance, whether you like it or Absolutely, not. Absolutely. I'll agree. Yeah. It's so necessary. Yeah. I don't. But see, I don't think it's you're looking for reassurance. Kind of like what you said in the beginning of the conversation is you just need someone to vent to sometimes. Mm -hmm. And for a guy, if they keep it in all the time, it becomes harder and harder to want to open about it. Because then when you do open up about it, then it's as if you're looking for reassurance or yeah. you're looking for attention or I whatever. to be weak. Exactly. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case. No. Everyone should share their feelings. Yeah, I be real, be authentic, be yourself, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so let's, before we continue to self-criticism, let's talk about insecurities. You want to talk about a little bit of our own insecurities? Because I got... <laughs> I Where got, do I begin? <laughs> where do I, How long do so, we have? <laughs> uh, we have as much time as you want. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about your, your biggest insecurities. Like you oh. feel like can affect that affect you on somewhat of a day to day basis. Sure, I think the two that I always sort of teeter back and forth on is my intelligence and how that like 
played both at work and in school. And then my physical insecurities with how I look. Okay. Yeah. So do you, why do you feel like your intelligence serves as an insecurity for you? Is it because of an experience you've had in your life or is it because you just? Yeah, so I think, you know, so both both examples that I mentioned, I think they're all stemming from experiences. But as far as my intelligence in the workplace and at school, I feel like I'm sort of like a jack of all trades. Like I know a little bit about a lot of things but I don't feel like a master in any particular thing. and Or I see someone doing better on an experiment or a project or an assignment. It's like, why I, I want to do as well as they do. And I might be just as smart, but for whatever reason, I feel like I'm less than. Do you think what's holding you back is that thought that you have in your head? Yeah, oh, but for some reason, I feel like I have a really good understanding of, of myself. <clears throat> so people are going to be like, oh, no, Joanna, you're, you're smart. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, you, I'm almost like I'm tricking you oh, to okay. think I'm smarter than I am. Yeah. So I feel like an imposter. The people start throwing around, like, oh, you have the imposter syndrome. Like, oh, no. no, I'm not that. Okay. Do you feel as if, um, is it... J- like you're, you feel like your inability to be as smart as somebody else, whether it's in school and work, is it because you just continue to compare yourself to other people? Yeah, totally. I compare myself to other people. And then like even, well, sort of recently, like, so I was in a PhD program and I withdrew from it just for certain reasons. Personal reasons, okay. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was sort of like the biggest hit to me academically. Got it. It's like, okay, you couldn't finish this? why because you weren't good enough so then why instead of looking at it that way like you're not good enough why can that serve as a motivation for you to kind of steer away from it and get away from that mentality like you know what you couldn't finish it let's try this again or let's let's finish something else let's finish it like you get like that's that key word let's accomplish something that you instead of like trying to accomplish a little bit of this a little bit of that let's put our focus on one thing and let's do that uh yeah so it didn't necessarily mean me wanting to go back for my phd but it made me realize so i took a break from science and lab but then i quickly realized like no i really miss it this is where my you know driving force is where my passion yeah. is coming from find yourself in it again so that's why i went back for my master's and do you feel like you are well because i'm having such a hard time finishing that just because work's gotten the way or life's gotten the yeah. way like i'm starting to get those doubts again of like can you really finish something can you? i think you can you think i can no. everyone thinks i can well and, and th- that's the thing right it doesn't matter what i think it doesn't matter what twenty thousand other people think it depends on what you think and how that um will affect your because this is your life and Mm -hmm. no one's going to help you and hold your hand to get through this program or through whatever it is in life Mm -hmm. um i just feel like sometimes you there is like i always tell myself i have an accelerator in my car in my my car my body is my car i have an accelerator i just need to freaking use it it's somewhere it's like hidden it's dusted and you just need to find it and you just need to go and just like put in it's kind of like it's a mental game but it's like an also a mental exercise that you need to keep working on uh, within yourself to really like because 
what it what happens is when you like kind of like what you said. Okay, I didn't finish my PhD program. Now, how that why why would I? Well, why, how can I finish even a master's? Like, why am I not even doing that? I feel like the first thing is you are doing it. Like, just the fact that you're doing the class or you're doing the work, even if it takes an extra year, you're still doing it. So give yourself credit for that. Mm-hmm. No, I think you should. I'm super hard on being able to like take a compliment or give myself credit when but, I do you're the only compliment that you will take is your own at the end of the day it doesn't matter if i compliment you say you're you're smart you're this you're you're beautiful you're whatever you are but if if, i can't say all this but if you don't believe it you don't right Right. so in order the 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 foundation needs to be set and that's yours you Mm -hmm. need to tell yourself that and i feel like do you feel like it's like a fear you have within yourself that you just can't or there's like a a a a, 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 a it's a low confidence thing for sure i don't yeah. i don't know necessarily if it's a fear thing okay it's I'm, an insecurity yeah we've established that okay. so it's like okay if you were to give little joanna who's 16 years old and in high school and is getting bullied by a bunch of girls who's making fun of her hair and making fun of the way she looks like, what would you tell her? She has only, she has no friends and there's a bunch of girls that are bullying her. What would you tell her if she's insecure in herself and she doesn't have any confidence within herself? What would you, no, seriously, what would you tell her? I'm trying to think right now. Okay. I think I would tell her if, whatever she's being targeted for is it something she can change and would want to change would want to change yeah if it's bothering her that much i would also want her to get to a point where she just doesn't give a shit what anyone says that's 16 year old joanna yeah how about you same thing yeah yeah so 31 year old joanna can't figure that out herself either no no but like do you want to change do you want to change that my inability to be confident in myself yeah it's not i don't say i don't think it's an inability i just my think, stubbornness to be confident in myself. yeah yeah of, of course i'd want to i'm just i'm trying to navigate how and have it be consistent and have it actually be something in my life not just like a, a quick bandage you know yeah no you're right you know, you just you the second point that you made is is how I've learned to kind of be confident in myself, and it's like you said to not give a shit. Mm-hmm. What like it's like a switch, it's like an on and off switch, and I feel like I turned that off button of not giving a crap about what people say, yeah. and that has helped me get through so much, especially since I started wearing a headscarf a couple of years ago and being viewed differently. It has given me the the strength to really just not give a crap of what people say about me what people how people look at me and you just learn to not internalize those those opinions and those thoughts because you believe in yourself and if you believe in yourself I think that is the most like attractive thing that someone can have within themselves because It's like, how do you say I love you to somebody or I think you're beautiful if you don't think that about yourself? I feel like you want to kind of like, if you, 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 huh, go ahead. You have something to say. say, I think you can love someone and compliment someone without feeling those same things about yourself. But I feel like it's, it, it should start from you. Sure. It's a genuine, it's a, it's genuine and it's, it's, 
it would be important to be able to say those same things to yourself. Totally. Yeah. In a perfect little world. But perfect little worlds don't exist, yeah, but course. you can strive to make that for yes. yourself. No, I 100% agree that my self-worth and my admiration for myself should be before anyone. Yeah. Easier said than done. Have you done it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> at least do it. it. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It takes time. Before I die. <laughs> okay. God forbid. But yeah. Anyways. I've lived a decent life. I could die yes. now and be okay. Uh, okay. That's a lie. No, no, no. No. We got more to accomplish. Another year. Yeah. We'll hope more. But anyways. Okay. And then uh, your relationships. You said, no, your physical attributes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How does that I mean, first of all, that's an insecurity everybody has. I think that just, it's, it is, it, it is there. But you said that's like a big insecurity of yours. Yeah. Why? Mm, I think conventionally, I don't follow what like normal standards of beauty is. Which is what? Um... I know, okay, I know this is really, sh- like, shallow to think, but, like, look up any, like, Instagram model. Or look up any, mm-hmm. like, basic girl walking around. No, seriously. Yeah, I don't look like that. And do you feel obligated to do so? I don't feel obligated, necessarily. But I'm just, I'm, I'm very aware yeah. that I look starkly different from... And you don't you don't use that as a strength, like to your advantage. I can see where it can come off as a strength. Like, oh, this chick is like so different, looking. different. But sometimes I don't want to be different. But it's I. But see, okay, and I think that's where your introvert comes in, mm-hmm. because you don't want to be noticed in a way. You don't want to, yeah, I don't have the eyes on you in a sense, but. I think it's not like the attention. I think it's appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I can say for myself is being Iranian and like having the the eyes and the eyebrows that I have. If um, if I didn't have my scar, my scarf, and I had my hair, um, I would be like every other Persian girl. Like I, I, it, it's it's my hair is beautiful, and I would be noticed for all. But mm-hmm. what I love about myself is that I do stand out with my scarf, and I do. I don't. I do. I like when people look at me and like give me a different look. Mm-hmm. No, but I use it to my advantage, and I use it to to serve as a fuel that gives me more confidence within myself. Because now I have something different about me. I don't look like every other person. I don't fit in with what society has. And I don't, I'm not a replica of every other person there is. And I think that's pretty fucking amazing, especially living in a society that we live in. Mm-hmm. Because if you go on social media and you look at all these makeup tutorials, every fucking girl looks, sorry, excuse my language, but every fucking girl looks the fucking same. They have the same amount of 10 pounds of foundation. Mm-hmm. You scrape their face and literally like, you're like, wow, you look like that. Yeah. Like, and their face, their nose looks like they had surgery, even though they didn't. They try to all wear the same types of outfits and do the same type of hair and whatever. And it's just like, get over yourself. Like, find something that makes you different than everybody else. And right. 
unfortunately a lot of girls don't have that or don't have the ability to find that so that's why they become those instagram models that's why they only have their ass to offer yeah. so that's why they're known on instagram that's why they only that if they good at doing makeup and they can contour their nose that's what they're only known for yeah. or they're only known for something but they're not known for themselves and they become a part of a, a society that's fake mm -hmm. and if you're not a, a part of that people appreciate you and respect you so much more for that and i feel like that's a strength that you have i don't think that's an insecurity that you should look at it as no for sure i it's difficult though because i for every one positive adjective i could use to describe myself i can think of three negative okay ones that right now we're gonna do a little exercise oh gosh no seriously yeah. but i'll do it with you okay give me 10 adjectives that describe yourself. Okay. My curly hair. Okay, go. My one. black hair. Black hair. My very arched eyebrows. Arched eyebrows, okay. Mm -hmm. They're thick, but they're arched. Yes. Okay. Like a little chola. <laughs> I support that. Yeah. Uh, my shortness. Okay. Wait, physical attributes or just anything? Like, anything um, you want. Physical, emotional, how you come, personality, whatever it is. My quick-witted humor. Okay. Um, you have five more. You have five <laughs> more. So no, it's uh, see, it's okay. Um, um, Maybe you don't give enough time to yourself to think about this. I give myself plenty of time. Well, I go. never sleep. This is what I think. <laughs> going on. Um. Describe something about your sense of humor that, like, you. Oh, it's dark. It's dark. Dark sense of humor. Just like my clothing. Okay. Black clothes. My well, light skin. Your light skin. Um. Do you are your 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 ability to listen is what I've noticed. Ability to listen. Your really ability. Like your ability to empathize. No, seriously, that's not. And you have one more. your kind heart mm, you think I'm no i do think you are okay i do think you are okay i can see through people i do think you are okay that's 10 right there okay how the fuck are those insecurities i think those are such good traits that and you this have is not me fishing Could... for compliments no no no, no 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 it's just i'm being a very aggressive and i was yeah. <laughs> trying to make a point but i could but... very easily take those 10 and okay tell you negative. curly hair you said you can turn one positive to three negatives. Give me the negative. Someone's going to say it's nappy and frizzy. Okay. Someone will say. Mm -hmm. Someone has said. So, so, this is, yeah. someone, someone will say. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's your second one? Was I interrupting you? <laughs> no, you said you have. No, no, no. Curly hair. You said for every positive, there's three negatives. Okay. Give me two more negatives about your curly nappy, hair. Nappy, frizzy, wild. Those three. Mm -hmm. But you said someone will say. Uh, or I have said. You have yeah. said, but you started off with someone. So it's as if it's you're, if you, you're thinking of what other people will think. Uh, don't look too deep into the way I Ah, I know, I but that. no. Because no. in the morning when I'm getting ready, I can, I'll be Okay, the but like that's, oh my God. Don't, don't Everybody has that. Semantics. Don't get mad that I said someone before me. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm trying to say, though? Mm -hmm. Like, those are all positive traits. 
those are those are insecurities depending on the person yeah so i just hope that you're able to like turn that into like a positive light within yourself it's a work in progress i hope someday too you will we'll see you're such a like witty humor (laughs) star we'll see okay there's my love (laughs) value yeah well it's a work in process okay any other yourself me yeah what's one of your insecurities (laughs) girl I got many. Let's sit down and get comfortable. Well, you, why should you have so many insecurities? No, um, but see, these are insecurities that I'm working on every single day within okay. myself. Um, one of my insecurities is uh, overanalyzing everything. Okay. And we'll get into that, but it's yeah, it's huge. overanalyzing everything. Um, it it just um stems from like when I was um back in like elementary and middle school I just never felt good enough I was always I always I from like taking ESL classes which I was fine with mm-hmm. um which is English what English is a second language class yeah. um because I speak Farsi was my first language um I was uh always like taunted and like looked down upon by my other classmates who were not in that class and I always felt like this class was stupid because like like you know I just try to like compare myself to other people yeah. then from being in middle middle school and being um bullied so much by my race and my culture my race and my religion and my and pe- even my profess my teacher made fun of me because of it mm-hmm. so having to experience that and then going into high school and college and i always especially in college in my first couple years in college i always felt so behind and i tried everything i can like even though this is a sad part i did really good in college i like my grades went up and i did well and i succeeded but i never i even to this day i there was never one time that i felt good about what i accomplished in school Mm -hmm. i never felt like i'm doing enough i'm never like even to this i just feel like i'm not doing enough i'm not it it, i unfortunately have a lot of high standards for myself Mm -hmm. and every time i reach something i always want more and i just don't feel satisfied and it's it's not that like i'm hungry for more it's because i feel like i'm not good enough good enough for what i'm trying to accomplish that's interesting to me because if you get a 100% on an assignment. Which I never have, but... Like, that's such a concrete thing. That's yeah. literally showing you yeah. this is the highest you can get. Yeah. And, yes, and you're still, still not good enough. Yeah. It's... I think... So, I know I've said this in my previous podcast, but I think the biggest, biggest reason as to why I have the mentality that I have right now, because... I am always on like a hustle mode. Like I always want more. I always want to strive. I want to do this job. I want to do another job. I want to like continue doing whatever I can to like, for example, build my application to get into medical school. And then after medical school, I want to accomplish more with my degree and whatnot. And this all stemmed from the reason why we moved to America, Mm -hmm. which was for success and for education. And for me, is I can't let that my parents down. I can't like not accomplish something or many things because I have a big weight on my shoulder. So if my parents gave up every single thing they had to bring us here to a country where we're supposed to succeed, I need to do that. And I feel like that thought has always been in the back of my head that it 
it kind of like has manipulated itself and manipulated me in a way of believing that Almira, you have to like you have to keep going you have to keep going you have to get somewhere because if you don't then you didn't you didn't fulfill your promise you didn't fulfill something but can't you at least be able to rationalize that okay you're a first generation college student yeah right just the fact that you already have your degree that should be enough oh and then I know, anything yeah. else after that yeah. icing on the cake yeah no absolutely you're 100% right I just think it comes from my my mentality of having really high standards for myself mm-hmm. um but again it's something that I'm working on it's like I accomplished getting a bachelor's degree at a very difficult university that's mm-hmm. a big accomplishment absolutely. I have a really great job that's a big accomplishment like these are things that I like it's you've already fulfilled your parents dreams alone with that yeah yeah, yeah. It's and it's something I'm really like I'm starting to work on now. It's like I'm trying to appreciate the things I've accomplished in my life because I don't do that enough. Yeah, I no, appreciate I other people, but I don't appreciate myself enough. I hundred percent get that. Yeah, so that's one of my biggest insecurities. Um, another one I would say. Uh, I want to say I'm not comparing myself to other people because I've gotten really good at that not doing that um let me think let me think give me like five seconds one of my physical attributes that that is always an insecurity but it's not one of my biggest insecurities Mm -hmm. i think wow i i sound like i don't have any insecurities but i feel like another insecurity of mine would be i can always be a better version of myself explain so like you know how we always try to work on ourselves every single day to better ourselves every single day right Mm -hmm. i just feel like where i am for example right now i could i could be better than i am right now so it's kind of like me just looking down on myself Mm -hmm. and not again going back to not appreciating who i am as a person you know what ways can you better yourself what do you mean Mm. Uh, not being too nice to people. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, I think we both have this uh, thought. I think you can agree with me on this. Is It's like you're, I think a way that I can better myself is valuing my heart more. I think totally. I give my heart to people too quickly. Mm-hmm. I think I share, whether it's a it's a friend or a coworker that wants someone to talk to. No, I'm not, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying generally speaking, you yeah, know, <laughs> or like if it's someone I like, it's, I just feel like I, I share myself too much and then it's just like not reciprocated. Not reciprocated. Oh yeah. Cause then you can very easily be taken for granted. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like one thing I'm starting to do now, which, which I've always done, but I'm working on it now is like this it's funny this just goes back to what i said before is appreciating myself more mm-hmm. honestly like i'm learning to like i love i really love myself one reason why i don't think i need to be in a relationship i want to be in a relationship but why i don't need to be in one is because i love myself so much mm-hmm. and i'm a very independent individual and i've always been very independent and like i feel like that's so important to like work on Mm -hmm. and to appreciate and value because then if you get into a relationship where you're not loving yourself then it's as if like someone is just filling that void within you Mm -hmm. you know but I feel like you shouldn't have that you need to be like a hundred percent content within who you are as a person to be able to excuse me accept someone else in your life yeah 
You know what I mean? I agree. And that's kind of like our discussion on self-love, which we lack of self-love, which we will come back to. Um, But let's continue on discussing external and internal Mm self-criticism. Yeah? Yeah. So external, it's the physical futures, right? That's one of the biggest ones. And, I mean, clearly we know one of the reasons as to why females and males have external forms of self-criticism is because they just compare themselves to what society standard has, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, do you feel like it – how do I say this? It, like – do you feel as if people are – obligated to just fit into what society standard says of how you should look like or how your body should be or the type of butt you should have or whatever it is what do you mean by obligation as if like in order to fit into what society wants from you do you feel like it's an obligation you feel like you just have to do it yeah well if you want to fit society standards yeah but like no but this is what i'm saying is it's as if, like, you're criticizing yourself so much that, like, uh, you feel like you... I'm, cr- I'm criticizing myself because I need to fit in with what society wants. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't get what I'm saying. Let's talk about this. Okay, no, but I don't want to pause this. I oh, need no. to discuss this. Okay. I'm giving her the so- sign to pause. <laughs> I, I don't know what I have to say. No, it's okay. It's okay. So... Like, okay, I will say yes, right? I feel like people, in a way, feel obligated to fit into what society wants from them, right? Because you don't want to be different. Mm -hmm. You just, like, you just need to, like, look a certain way. You need to carry yourself a certain way. But, like, do in a way, like, why do you think people want to follow what society wants from them? Because they want to be accepted. That's sad. Yeah. It's sad, but it's a fact from a lot of people isn't it why is it so hard for people to like be authentic and like just be who they are like that's what i'm trying to figure out Mm, i don't know dang (laughs) this has got me in my feelings right now um what Uh, okay i think you can be authentic still about certain things and still want to fit in but doesn't that defeat the purpose of being authentic? You're fitting in. You're trying to fit into a mold of what society wants from me. How is that authentic? Sorry, that came off really aggressive. <laughs> but God damn, you don't be such an idiot. <laughs> no. no um, I don't know if the two are like mutually exclusive, like being authentic and wanting to fit in a little bit. Hmm. You know? Okay. So wanting to fit in, do you do you feel like she's giving me the pause signal again? And I'm like, no, we're on a roll. No, I feel like we've lost our train of thought. That's no, 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 no. Okay, no, I think we're good. I think we're okay. good. Okay. If not, I mean, okay, so. Elmira. Yes. Why do you think it's so hard for people to not care about society standards and fitting in and just be authentic? What do you what do you define as authentic? Being your true self. I think because society has spent so much time displaying what 
you should be and how you should look and how you should think and what you should wear and what job you should have that we forgot how to be our true selves because we spend so much time on Instagram scrolling and looking at all these explore pages and seeing if you buy this, this is how your body's going to look. If you wear these new jeans, this is how your butt's going to look. If you try this makeup, your skin's going to get better. Your nose is going to look twice as small. If you make this contour, all this stuff that we spend so much time figuring, finding ways to fit in that we don't even spend enough time accepting what we are and embracing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it difficult. I remember when yeah like I work out a lot and I do a lot of legs because I like to work on my ass and Mm -hmm. it's something that I'm appreciative right but I used to not have that I used to not have a butt I used to have no physique at all Mm -hmm. and I was at a point where I spent a lot of time trying to get a certain physique trying to get a certain butt shape or whatever it was yes why was it so important for you to have a bigger butt a certain physique that's exactly yeah so for me when i was overweight and i didn't have any body shape at all i just wanted to work out to get fit and to look good mm-hmm. i didn't know what that was and that was gonna be like i just knew i wanted that this was when i was at 14 15 years old and then when i was 16 17 18 i started working out. i started working out and i started doing butt workouts but my butt wasn't getting big and i'm like wait how do these girls have this and how do i not so now it's like i was like comparing myself to people and i'm like i need to get that i need to get that and it was an insecurity within myself because i felt like i had to get that i had to have a big butt in right. order for me to be liked by people mm-hmm. and excuse me and it's now i'm like at a point where i'm just like fuck it like why does that matter and now i like i spend time appreciating myself a lot of the times when i would go to the gym before it was to find ways to make myself look better Mm -hmm. for other people and now it's just for yourself and now it's for myself but what do you do when you're what so now what do you do when your self interests align with social norms like fitness wise i think it stems from what your intention is okay my intention yeah obviously the physique that i'm trying to work on now or i'm trying to maintain it's kind of aligning with what social norm has or Mm -hmm. how people should look like or have a big butt or whatever but my intention isn't to please other people my because i mean obviously you can see i cover my butt all the time so it's not like i'm showing it off to the world sure my intention is for myself because it brings me happiness and it makes me feel good about myself i can look at myself naked in the mirror and be like damn i look fucking good but i don't need to go show it to other people because i'm not doing it for other people do you think though it's easier for your for you to accept yourself now because you do kind of align with what is socially accepted no not at all honestly not at all because it my initial intention was to do what society wanted but then it revert it changed it switched now my intention is for myself Mm -hmm. so if i am if my fitness goals per se are aligning with what society wants okay but it's not for other people right right this kind of goes to like what people post on social media right i feel like you have those people who just post to post to get likes and to get appreciated by other people Mm -hmm. and then you have people who post kind of the same thing but their intention is to motivate people to go work out to motivate people to eat healthy to motivate people to go work and to to uh, get an education and get a career and to really build their life so i feel like 
unfortunately, you can't know what people's intentions are unless they verbally say it or something like that, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like it was my intention is different than a lot of other people because I'm doing it for my own self and I'm doing it for my own satisfying needs. Yeah. And so I think that that's why it makes it easier for me to steer away from what society wants. I, um, at my gym, I'm literally known for like one of the girls that like squats the most and does the most legs. And one of my really good friends that I work out with, she used to always say, Amir, like you always cover your butt. You do the most legs. Why don't you show it? Like I've let everyone look at like appreciate it. And I'm like, if I do, I can easily do that. If I do do that, then now my intention is going to change. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it to get looks by other guys. I'm doing it to get appreciated by other people. I'm not doing it for myself. Right. So because that's why I choose not to do that. I choose it to do it for myself. I choose to do it because it pleases me. But if I change it, then it's going to be for other people. And I think that's when I'm falling to what society wants. And that's when I'm going to fit in and be a part of that replica of everybody else. And I choose not to do that. So, yeah. Boom. Done. Okay. How about you? You feel like it's like the same thing, kind of? I still kind of go back to when, even though they're your intentions and stuff like that, I, I still think it's a little easier to be okay with yourself, again, when it aligns with what's being, what's accepted. But, like, this is the funny thing. We, as a society, create what's accepted. Mm -hmm. So why don't you create what's accepted for yourself? Because, like, and this is the funny thing. Like, at the end, this is what I try to, like, remind myself. I'm like, at the end of the day, nobody gives a shit. Really, people don't. We're just in our head. I used to lift heavy a lot. I used to squat two plates. My intention was so wrong. I would always put I, I, my old Instagram that I used to have. I deleted it. All my workout videos were super heavy weights, like squatting two plates, leg pressing six plates on each side. I was doing it for the wrong reason. My intention was just to get likes from other people. Mm -hmm. It was to have people notice me. It was to get eyes from people to be like, wow, look at that girl. I used to be that. And then I completely rerouted my mentality and be like, what the hell am I doing? I'm doing it for the wrong reason. I'm not even doing it for myself. And then that's why I stopped doing that and I stopped even lifting heavy because I initially didn't even want to lift heavy. I just knew I could do it, but I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But when I noticed people liked it people commented on it people were like motivated by it. i was like okay cool people like it let's do it again but i ended up hurting myself physically i ended up hurting my back yeah and emotionally i, I kind of felt like shit because i'm like i'm not even doing it for myself so it's it's kind of like you you have to create i feel like you create what you want to be accepted everybody creates what like we are we are a part of the society so if we feed into that then we are essentially becoming like everybody else right but if you create your own own form of norm that's what like i feel like makes you like um i don't know it just makes you steer away from what's what the typical society wants i agree it's just it is difficult. Easier. It is. Okay, and yeah. Everything is easier said than sure. done, though. Right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it. the first, the key is acknowledgement. 
And second, it's like you had to actually work towards it too. Yeah. Which takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> that was a long tangent. <laughs> that was a long tangent. It wasn't a tangent. I think we learned a lot. I did. Yeah. And I learned a lot about myself. So. There you go. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like if someone were to listen to our conversations and laugh, it would just be a lot of hmm. <laughs> but that hmm says a lot. Oh, for sure. It can mean a lot of different things. Exactly. Okay. So we talked about external. Let's talk about internal. Mm-hmm. This is just as big as the external. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Um, we self-criticize ourselves, right? One, because we don't think we're good enough. Mm-hmm. Two, because we overanalyze everything and we compare ourselves to everybody else. Right. So, under what setting do you think this is sort of like the biggest hurdle most people face? What do you mean? Like, where do you think people are most easily self-doubting internally? I want to say in career, mm-hmm. uh, in the career aspect, because you're trying to get somewhere and you're motivated to get somewhere, but you, let's say you're not and you feel held back, that's when you feel like you're not good enough because you're not getting there. And also in relationships, I feel like that's a big thing. Yeah. What do you think? No, I 100% agree. I think work, either career or academically, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people. Or if you think you should be farther along and you're not, you start questioning yourself, like, what do, what am I doing Yeah, that's not good enough? One thing, so I, when I was in college, at the end of my college years, I did that so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned, and this is something that I've been using as a tool since then, and it has helped me a lot, is the whole not feeling good enough and comparing yourself to other people. One thing my mom always taught me since I was a kid, she always said, surround yourself with the smarter people. Because you surround yourself with them and you will always learn something new from them and that'll use that to your to your advantage yeah and i feel like i always surround myself with older people and more intelligent and more successful people because i want to that's I, the only reason why you hang out with me because uh, i'm older than you <laughs> now you know the truth is coming out but you know it's like i'm i'm gonna be selfish and i want to find how to better myself so i kind of want to surround myself with you to see what can i like what are you doing that is that's getting you a little bit further in your life that i can use to my advantage yeah and let's do it. Like, let me use it. When I can, so that makes me think of like my undergrad. So my old lab mate and I, like we were not, it wasn't a, like a negative competition. Like it was a very healthy competition. Like we were always challenging each other. Like we had the same classes, we were in the same lab and like we were always pushing each other forward yeah. and forward. So when I saw the progress in myself, I was okay with that side by side parallel competition with him. But for some reason there was a switch. As soon as I got into this current job, if I have that same sort of like being challenged mentality, like because I don't see myself progressing forward, then it's starting to become insecurity. It's like, mm. crap, why am I not as good as that person? Why are they doing better than me? But like when you when you talk about progression, are they big steps or are they little steps? Or like, can they be anything? Both, anything, yeah. I feel like we tend to dis, dis, um, discredit our little acknowledgement, our, our progressions too. And I think that's yeah. important that we should always acknowledge that. I mean, you made you brought up a good point. Um, 
one of my really good friends, uh, I'll say her name, Kara. She might be listening to this. I don't know. Shout out to Kara. Shout out to Kara. She's going to be Dr. QC at some point soon because she just started medical school. So I'm very proud of her. Get it, Um, So we went to under, I actually have a picture of her and I, the first day we met at undergrad in community college, we made a pinky promise to each other and I have a picture of it. June. Uh, June, (laughs) love it, my heart. (laughs) We made a pinky promise to each other and uh, that we will both go to medical school. And um, so we met the first day of community college, we signed chemistry class and I became her like, well, I made her become my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I forced You're that upon her. You're going to love me. You're going to love me. That's how I have my friends. <laughs> um, and we went, to, we, we went to community college. We went to UCSC together. She did go a year ahead of me because she did two years of community and I did three years. Mm-hmm. But we always, it was a never a negative competition. And it was never competition anyways. It was always like, let's help each other. Let's yeah. help each other. We both have the same drive. Let's do this together. And I always looked up to her in a way. She says she looks up to me, but I don't know what she looked up to, but I looked up to Plenty. her. Plenty. Don't die yourself, Thank you. girl. Okay. Okay. I love my so um but i always looked up to her because she was she the way she studied the way she communicated the way she helped i always saw how she did it and i try to use it to my advantage too with her permission of course but i try to use it to my advantage and then we went to uh ucsc together and she graduated a year before me because she started earlier and then um, when she took her MCAT and she was studying, I try to learn ways from her. I try to learn how she studied. I try to learn things from her because I'm like, like just because we're trying to both become a doctor doesn't mean I should be envious of you. Let me see how you're doing it so I can get there too. Yeah. And now she's in medical school. She just started her medical school this year and she's giving me tips for my, for my interview, interview, um, uh, for my interview and how I should interview for medical school. And she didn't need to do that. She doesn't need to help me, but she were trying to help each other. So it's like we, um, even though we might not feel like we're not good enough, but like when you, when you have someone there that's like succeeding, use that to your advantage to remind yourself that you are good enough and you are capable of getting somewhere. You just need to find the tools and the routes to get there and wherever it may be. Um, one thing I always tell myself is I I used, and I don't do this anymore, I used to spend so much time just sitting down and just dwelling on myself and being like, why am I not here yet? Why am I not there yet? And now it's like, I'm not there in medical school. I'm not there in whatever, wherever I want to be. What can I do to get there? If I, if I took this path and I didn't get in, okay, let's take another path. If this path doesn't work, let's take another path. It's kind of like you just have to be consistent with what you're trying to pursue mm-hmm. instead of using that energy to be upset about it. I think where the, like, getting burnt out by having to, like, change your goals yeah. over and over again just comes from you work so hard. You set your, like, one particular goal, and you work so hard and put in so much effort trying to meet that goal and then when it doesn't come to fruition and you have to find go to plan B, Absolutely. It's, it gets tiring after a while. Like it how does. many times do I have to change up my plan in order to become successful? It does. The way I look at it is if you genuinely want something and you are pure with your intentions and that's your main goal is to focus on that, I honestly 
think there's endless times it doesn't matter how many times it takes i just feel like you have to have that mentality you cannot look outside of your lens and like be like let me see how this let me see why are why am i not there yet why are they and why am i not that you can't question yourself you just have to keep going that's what i stopped doing i stopped questioning myself i said why am i not here why why I could have been in medical school and I've done everything. I did everything a, a perfect medical school applicant may want. I may not have had the best MCAT score, but I had more than enough of experience, job, hours, clinical. I have everything. What the hell am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm like, you know what? That's not, it's not my time right now. Since then, I've gained so much. I have a podcast. I work at a biotech company. I meet met amazing people. I've, I was a caregiver. I've done a lot with my life. So it's kind of like, you. I feel like you have to look at it that way, right? Like, maybe, like, why did I, um, why did I have to can't withdraw from my PhD program? Why didn't, why wasn't I capable of doing it? Well, you gained a lot since then, I feel like. And even with your master's, like, why am I not completing my master's? Why this? Why that? But, like, you got to look at, like, what, what have you gained from this since then you know mm-hmm. and it's like unfortunately we're so used to setting a timeline for ourselves mm-hmm. when to fall in love when to get married when to have kids when to be successful when to own a house whatever whatever but there that fucking timeline only exists because society created it no one that, that, that it shouldn't exist it shouldn't matter there is no timeline. I feel like you just need to appreciate with what you're doing with your life now and and own it. And if you maintain that grit and perseverance you have within yourself to get somewhere in your life, you will get there. There the timeline isn't gonna isn't gonna exist, but if you put that drive and that passion into it, you will get there. Sorry, I was talking too much. Anyways. No, <laughs> but that's kind of like i feel like the whole not good enough it i feel like that can be like worked on and you don't you shouldn't criticize yourself so much for that because then this kind of goes to overanalyzing right Mm -hmm. like why do you think because when you when you don't think you're you're not good enough you try to you overanalyze everything right right why why do you think people do that too often like, do you overanalyze a lot? Yes. Yeah, totally. Because I think when you have something set in your mind, like this is a goal I'm trying to achieve, you have such a sense of self and who you are and this is what I want and this is what I'm going for. This is Joanna. At any point, if you're deterred from that or you get taken off course, a little bit of yourself identity disappears mm-hmm. mm. and you're like crap who am i that's true that's like what am i working towards that's 100 right and if you don't have a good self-identity and self-awareness and who you are and what you're working for who are you you're right what are you doing in this world why are you like what's your purpose mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think that's the one of the biggest things that comes from i will that. yeah i will 110 percent agree with that because yeah snaps all around around. (laughs) i support that um (laughs) no because there's been many times where i've questioned myself like Mm -hmm. why why am i becoming a doctor like why do i want to be a doctor totally like i'm not there what's i can't even get into school like what am i like why yeah Yeah, i hunt and then you start questioning yourself yeah a hundred percent yeah i support that (laughs) 
<laughs> for Laura. No one knows who Laura is, oh, but Laura's great. Laura's amazing. She's oh. our coworker, and she's just Laura. Like she is who she is. We should all be a little bit like Laura. Yeah. yeah. I hope she listens to this. I do too, Laura. If you're out there, I admire you so yes, much. Yes, we admire you, Laura. She is an amazing individual. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we can not anyways to Laura, but anyways to our next topic. Um. <laughs> Okay, and when it co- I think this all kind of blends in. Uh, internal, and when we're internally self-criticize ourselves with our personalities and our abilities and who we are and what we're capable of, I feel like people, I'll give you a good example, like when it comes to abilities. Um when I'm at the gym and I see someone, this is this is when I didn't know how to work out as much. I didn't know how to squat, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at the gym and I saw someone working, a, a girl who had a perfect form and she was squatting, and I was like, "What? Like, why can't I do that? I've literally been working on this form for a week. Like, what am I doing wrong?" Mm-hmm. Instead of like, like being down on myself, I went and asked that person. I went and like, like, can you help me? Like, what am I? I feel like I like taking that step forward and like trying to work on yourself is important because so sorry, I just thought of something. Um, I feel like there is healthy self-criticism and then there's unhealthy self-criticism. Absolutely. Boom. I just thought of that (laughs) because what I just said was healthy Mm self-criticism, right? I'm looking at myself. Why can't I properly squat, right? What am I doing? Why I've been doing this? Like what, what's wrong? Let me go figure it out. And I criticized myself and I went and found a solution. It's all about that personal edification. Yes. There you go. And then there was the unhealthy self-criticism. Fuck. I can't squat right damn it, and then you just get upset about yourself, and then you just leave the gym instead of trying to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. I've saw, I'm so sorry, I sounded very aggressive, but, like, I've seen you this. You always sound aggressive sorry. on <laughs> I'm very passionate about this topic. You know that. I I see so many girls at the gym now, and I, I literally, I don't know, I, I'm either Snoopy or I just pay attention because I'm so, it's like, Snoopy. yeah, probably both, but... I see girls who I can tell they're just they're they're starting to work out. They're like just got into it. And I noticed like I saw this girl actually the other day when I was at the gym on Friday and this girl was doing bicep curls that were super heavy and she didn't have proper form and after one or two reps she just stopped, dropped the weight, put it back and just literally walked up the stairs and left. Yeah. And I'm like, "No, like work on it like try some experiment like your life is an experiment your body is an experiment work on it figure out what works for you don't just give up and i feel like she probably was critic maybe like not criticized whatever i don't know what she was doing but like maybe she wasn't feeling good about herself that made her walk out and go home yeah right no i think we've talked about this in the in the car before oh yes about, about me the saying gym. like yeah i don't want i'd rather go on a hike by myself and do that for a couple hours then go into a gym and try to figure out the proper way yeah to do a certain technique is it like a fear you have or are you just afraid of being judged and you just don't want people to look at you a certain way it's a little bit of that and like knowing that people are there with their routine and with like they know what they're doing i don't want to get in their way but i don't want to feel it i don't like being a nuisance to anyone but they were all in your position one day one time before yeah 
but it's not them. It's me. It's my. It's in your yeah, head. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather go do something that I'm comfortable with. Like, but don't go you climb want, a mountain. But don't you want to like get out of that thought? And like be comfortable going into the gym. Absolutely, and be- yeah. Of course, I'd want to be comfortable. But it, in it's every it's that risk that you just gotta take it, and you just gotta take the leap of faith and do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you do do it, like it, you know, I'll give you another gym example. Not, sorry, because I have another one. If you don't mind me talking, absolutely. You I do don't mind. I do okay, not mind. I was like, <laughs> damn, oh, wow, I'm getting rejected on my own podcast. Oh. Um. When I started squatting, I don't know why I'm always talking about squatting, but I do do upper body, you guys. I have biceps and <laughs> triceps, okay? But when I used to first squat, I... So, the, you know what the Smith machines are? So, they're the squat... I'm my head now. <laughs> they're the squat barbells that are attached to uh, to the machine where you um, you are getting... It's, it's, it's an assisted squat, essentially. Mm-hmm. Just in case if you, if you need help or something, you can lock it or you are... Supp- in a way okay. and then there's the regular barbell squats i call them the big boy squats because mm-hmm. they're free weights you you are in control you have to get off the rack you are in control of it. if you fuck up you fuck up you drop the weight you're gonna hurt your back you're gonna break something yeah. or whatever yeah. so um i would always only go to the smith machines because i was embarrassed and i was insecure about myself that i was not strong enough like the other girls and guys that were squatting on the barbells mm-hmm. and so i would always do the smith machine and one day i got so sick of it and there was this guy at the gym that i know and he actually were friends on social media his name is brandon mm-hmm. and i remember i saw him and he started talking to me he's like why don't you come here because he always see me lifting and then he motivated me and he took me to the barbells and he showed me the form and from ever since I started talking to him and he showed me like kind of like showed me the ropes and showed me how to do it I started doing big those big boy squats or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like I was so insecure of going to there because I was gonna I felt like I was gonna be criticized and I was gonna be looked at and down like looked down upon like this girl can't lift heavy I kept thinking that but then I was like no like just go do it and after his help and his motivation i just went it was like a leap of faith it's something small but it's also something big for me because gym is like my life and i love doing it and so when i did that ever since then i felt so much better and i got confidence on trying new things and trying new workouts and whatever you know do you think you find confidence when you have other people being your advocate being your cheerleader rather than getting it all on your own uh in what sense like brandon was his name brandon yeah yeah like he helped you in that i feel like um one a part of it i will say yes because maybe if he wasn't there it would have taken me a little bit longer to get to that point mm-hmm. um but i don't think it's necessary to have someone to motivate you to go do something but again i will definitely say that social support is so important because having that sense of reassurance from people that love you is so needed Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we are weak human beings that need people need affection and need love and need need a support to go do something yeah So, so i think so i mean if you're getting all this positive reinforcement from people of course your confidence is going to be boosted no but not but i feel like that comes with time though or that comes with something Mm -hmm. but i think that initially initially it was me that wanted it Mm -hmm. 
I wanted to take that leap of faith and I feel like I I he was he kind of like was the trigger that helped me but I feel like I would have done it at some point because I wanted it right and that was my healthy form of self-criticism at some point because it's like I have the ability to do it let's just go do it let's not give a crap of what other people think let's just do it for ourselves for myself yeah I just think at a certain point no matter how confident you are if you're hearing you got this or you can do this or you look great yeah have more drive to do that exactly but then on the flip side if you're hearing constant negative things come at you then no matter how confident you are it's gonna start taking a hit in your ego 110 percent, yeah that's very true yeah so should i back to ground zero no (laughs) (laughs) no i i mean so i just think that when it comes to self-criticism we have the we have to always it's important to be aware of it mm-hmm. and aware of it but not push it to the side i think it's something we always have to work on every single person even the most confident person criticizes themselves it's a daily check it's a daily check-in it's a daily thing that we have to work on but i feel like i can say i'm sure you have good social support if anything you have me but you have good social support. I have good social support. We have people that care for us. And if anything, you just got to, I don't know. I just think that it's important to be able to positively criticize yourself to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the important aspect of self-criticism, I think, in a healthy way. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, that's also just you not being stagnant and being complacent. And- yeah whatever situation you're in god i can't be complacent anything it gives me a headache sorry eyes twitching. (laughs) literally if you can just see my eye twitching i i i don't know i just feel like i'm not not that i'm not content or like i'm just fine where i am but i feel like i always want to find something that i can improve within myself yeah that's what happens when you love yourself man Ain't no time for a hoe. You just gotta love yourself. That's all I'm saying. Ain't no time for what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what is this like affectation that comes into your voice every now and then? Elmira <laughs> has dark sense of humor at some point. No, we like. <laughs> I switch up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's all I'm. <laughs> yeah, right there. I think that voice needs to have a different name. That's not Elmira. <laughs> someone else coming through what is that who is that i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> oh my literally i just come out of nowhere it comes through a lot when we're talking at oh goodness okay so one more topic before we kind of wrap it up um let's talk about flaws god <laughs> i feel like that's all we've been talking that's about that's all we've been talking about but okay so we really have been focusing on society standards, society's norms, mm-hmm. and then when it comes to self-criticism and insecurities and all that stuff. But we all have flaws and imperfections within ourselves, right? Whether okay. it's physically, internally, externally, all that good stuff. Um, and society has a tendency to defy, define flaws in such a concrete way that it's like it's this or it's nothing else. nothing else mm-hmm. for people who have these i think actually wait, wait, i'm so sorry 
We didn't discuss. Did we discuss our internal external flaws? Yeah. We did? Well, I did. Oh, okay. Did I? You mentioned medical school. Yeah. Am I overanalyzing? So, yeah, we technically did. you talk about a physical flaw? No, you're not you're not gonna get out of this <laughs> um my oh oh okay yeah i mean my I shitty listener my no, no 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 my external flaw i think one of my biggest thing is my nose mm-hmm. and um why i don't know i just never liked it why i don't know i honestly don't know but i'm i it's just something i never like not that i want to get surgery but, but it's what just, about it don't you like i honestly don't know i just and this is kind of sad. I feel like I could I could be prettier without like this type of nose. Oh. That sounds sad. But no, but I mean I I love it. I embrace it. But it was just something that I was really insecure about for a long time. I'm just curious, what about your nose do you not like? It reminds me of Squidward when I look at myself. Like you <laughs> said that before. Yeah. Uh, what if, uh, what is it about Squidward's nose? That no, you don't I mean like? you know what I'm saying like he's cool. He's cool with it, but it's just not for is me. Squidward cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just think it, it's just something that I didn't like about myself for a long time. But now I really appreciate it because, again, that's what makes me different from a lot of other people. Okay. And my nose, you know what I'm saying? It's cute. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's adorable. That's thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Your nose is cute, too. Uh, I don't uh, have very much of a nose. You it's do, a, though. It's a, it's a petite it's nose. It's tiny. It's, I like that. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Okay, so discussing flaws, I think I got a load of flaws I can talk about, but um, what, um, okay, because I know we cover this. I want to talk about how, how do you think could we as females, males, as human beings, how do you think it, we can accept our flaws for what they are? Have you? No. Why not? Uh, Wait, do you think flaws and insecurities are the same thing? Oh, good question. Um, I mean, they both have negative connotations. On yourself. Yeah. I think... I think I have an idea. Mm -hmm. I think insecurities are things that we can work on to better ourselves or better the situation or better the whatever. I think flaws are things that we can accept and use as a strength. Okay. I feel like far too often we look at a flaw that, okay, let me think of a flaw that I have within myself. Um, I think that's also kind of subjective because what very true. someone might yeah. see as a flaw, like my stubbornness. Okay. I could see that <clears> as, okay, I'm stubborn. No, that just means I'm really tenacious or I'll, like, I have a really strong will. Okay, so that's, someone's that's, gonna okay, like, so use that as an advantage. Yeah. That's, that's sexy, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's personality number two for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then someone could take that stubbornness as me being unwilling to compromise but then that means that person just does not but see and this is the thing though well we're focusing on someone else Mm -hmm. right like you're saying okay you're saying that like i may like your your stubbornness and i may think that's a strength Mm -hmm. but like someone else may not Mm -hmm. but should that matter what someone else thinks no but i mean like so 
Like, what are you say trying to say? Though? Say Jake was here with us. Okay. And join Jake. Aww. We miss you. Okay. I get to meet him. Yes, you will. He's in Oregon right now. BMXing his I like Oregon heart out. I secretly want to go to Oregon. We should go. And live there. Okay. In the woods. I'm so down. I almost lived in Oregon. Really? Yeah. I'm so down to go to Oregon. Do you want to go on a trip? Yeah. I'm honestly so down. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just really like, like the woods. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I applied to med school there. I applied to graduate school there. I'll probably get rejected. I Anyways. got accepted. Oh, okay. So I'm going to get accepted to med school. <laughs> yeah, That's it. I'm okay. there. Positive, positive thoughts. Positive, positive vibes. Okay. So if I was sitting in front of the two of you right now and I said, I'm stubborn, Almira could very easily say, That's such a negative thing. It means you're bullheaded and unwilling to compromise, like I said. Jay could be like, no, it's a good thing. You're yeah. persistent and tenacious. and you. But how ground. do you see it? I could see it as both ways. No, but you see it both ways because other people see it as both ways? No, or but, how do you no, see but I it see for it, yourself? I could also see it both ways. Okay. Yeah. I got it. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, it's like my, um, like a flaw that I think I have within myself is, which I think we just, we did, we did discuss is, me being too nice mm-hmm. because end of the day I get hurt. If you're taking but, advantage of, yeah. Yeah. But I think I use it to my strength because I don't think a lot of people, not to sound, not to toot my own horn, but like a lot of people don't have the heart and the affection that I do to give to other people. To, to. To, to, yeah. What? <laughs> Tooting your horn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, to, thanks for tooting my horn because I'm not going to toot my own horn because I don't. No, yeah, it's good. But, you know, it's like, I try to look at it that way. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is something that's about that I like about myself. And unfortunately, yeah, I have been taken advantage of and I might at some point later in my life. But I'm hoping that with the affection that I have within myself, that I do help other people, people I know, people I don't know. Hopefully, as a physician, I have the ability to do that, and that that's what makes me me. Mm-hmm. And if that's a flaw, then let's fucking own that flaw, you know? Because not everybody, and everybody's flaws are different in every single way. They 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 are implemented within you in a, such a way that makes you who you are. And like, I feel like I, like we we try to get rid of these flaws but why it's i feel like they're like a scar on you and you can like own it it's always within you so why not take advantage of it Mm -hmm. you know yeah like what's a flaw that you have that you think is a strength or that you can use as a strength for yourself a flaw that i have that i think is a strength i think my I don't like I don't like throwing this word around so much, um, but my introvertedness. Um, I think a lot of people can see that as a flaw, as me not being able to like open up to people or, or being very social. But, I also see it as, me being very okay with, being alone and being on my own and being independent. And, and not I, needing other people. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that gives you a lot of strength within yourself. And a lot of people don't have that because they're very needy and do need other people. Yeah. That's really good. In certain aspects of my life. Because other times I'm very needy. And- but again, we're all, we all, we all need, fuck man, everybody needs love. That's all I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> <Perfect>. sorry. <laughs> First of all, 
coming number two coming oh, out. Yeah. No, but yeah, I hundred and ten percent agree with that. I think, um, I mean, it's so important to like acknowledge that flaw within yourself and um, just find a way to turn it around mm-hmm. because. I feel like that's the cool thing about having a flaw is you have something that someone else might not have and you can use it to your benefit to make you special and make you different in a way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Why are you silent? No, I just... <laughs> I I sound like... I feel like a jerk sometimes. When no, you, When people okay. start talking about like, oh, everyone's special and... Well, what, hey, what do you feel? No, this is call our truth, man. Spit it out. No, because sometimes I'm like, no, some people just aren't special. Okay, okay, that okay. So no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Why? It's, it kind of starts going along the lines of like everyone gets a trophy. No, nah, man, you gotta deserve that shit. You gotta deserve that trophy. Why do you feel like not? Why do you feel like not everybody is kind of special? No, that's just the cynical part of me. Sometimes gets that way. But why do you think that? Why am I so cynical? No, but why do you think that? I don't know. Hmm. I need to think about that a little more. I think the reason I think people are special. Um, I mean, first of all, what defines special? I just think what means special to me is just what makes you different and what makes you, you who you are as a okay. person. That's, That's all I okay. mean. I don't think you're special in something specific. I just think it's what makes you who you are. Um, Like, I, my best friend, Elise, who I've mentioned before, I've known her since sixth grade, and we are complete opposites, but we are so similar to each other in so many ways, but we're so different, too. And she has a very loud and aggressive personality at times when she's very, she's very, like, she's, she's a sweetheart, has the most beautiful heart you can ever having someone Mm -hmm. that's what makes like when everybody has that but like she's very unique in that way because she's so empathetic when it comes to like wanting to connect with someone and but but also she's very aggressive and like she's very like strong-minded and what i love about her what makes her so special to me is even if she gives you the truth she'll give it to you cold and like raw but also she does it in such a majestic way that can like make you feel like she's understanding your pain and she's here for you but she says it so hard and cold but also she can like be so loving i don't know i don't know how to describe it but that's what makes her beautiful that's what makes her special and who she is and i feel like that's something specific right but i feel like everybody has something that makes them special and she has that personality i think that's a flaw of her that she is she even said this too I think it's a flaw that she used to her as a strength because she is it helps her connect with people it helps her empathize with people mm-hmm. and it's like it kind of goes back to your past experiences in your life right there are things that we all endure in our life that can affect us that can leave a scar within us mm-hmm. that we may look down upon within ourselves but then also we can turn it around and use it as a strength mm-hmm. right yeah you were supposed to answer a question was I? Why do you think it's why do you think not everyone's special? Uh well I think I kinda took what you were saying in, in a in a wrong way. way. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whereas you're using special as like what makes someone like sort of unique and different. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that like 
I mean, what else do you have with flaws that you want to talk about? Like, in regards to, like, how to accept them and use them as strengths. I know we talked about it, but is there anything else you want to give an input on? Well, we're on? also trying to talk about, like, self-love and self-care. And I think with being able to accept some of your flaws, it's being able to give yourself the time to appreciate them. Giving yourself the time to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't do that enough. Because mm-hmm. remember, like, what I said in the very beginning of the podcast, we spent too much time looking on social media on how to look like this or how to be like this or how to do this or that, yeah. that we don't even give ourselves time to appreciate who we are. Totally. Um, one of my friends, when I asked that question on my Instagram, what did I ask? Why is it so hard to... Love yourself? No, hold on. Give me one second, you guys. Um, You will be doing this with me. Why is it so hard to... uh Uh-huh. Why is it so hard? Why do you think it's so hard to fulfill self-love? And my friend Alessandra said that possibly because we spend all of our time with us being our harshest critic and seeing every mistake we make we collect all our thoughts and evidence against ourselves that don't focus on the positive right because we don't like we spend too much time with us we're looking at how to better ourselves so that we can't even look on the positive aspects of ourselves i think it's really easy to be like fixated on the negative things because those are the things you kind of want to work on or dwell on. Yeah. Because it's like, why can't? I, why wasn't I like that? Why wasn't I good enough? Why couldn't I fix it? And what do I need to do to do that? How, how you're you get so f- focused on changing someone else's perspective on you that you don't accept a perspective on yourself that you're okay yeah being. yeah. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with time, you, the, again, I always say this about everything. The key is acknowledging it. I think acknowledging that, like, you know, well, like I'm spending too much time focusing on other people and how they are and what I could do to be like them. But I'm not, I'm not focusing on what I am and where I am in my life and how I can better myself. And I think doing that really lets you like to accept your flaws and not feel fit in into what society sees and what society wants um as perfection or like you know what i mean yeah it's just it's tricky though because sometimes it sometimes it really like wears on your heart it does when you're constantly rejected or constantly left behind or constantly just abandoned or put down um or looked over and just like well crap if everyone else if all of society if all these external factors are saying i'm not good enough am i really not good enough yeah when you start believing it i feel like you do you do you feel like that that has to start with yourself when you accept that you know what like fuck what they say uh, like just get away from it like excuse me like don't don't to me it's like what society wants it's fake it doesn't exist in my head Mm -hmm. um and it's like this shouldn't that's not reality reality is off social media delete social media literally Mm -hmm. like go on a social media detox i did that for like three months and it was the best feeling of my life absolutely and like because 
social media that 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 world is non-existent you and i this is real this is an existing situation okay we'll take we take social media out of it a relationship yeah if you're constantly being left in relationships or you know dumped or yeah people aren't accepting you so then when okay so like talking about that like being dumped or being left do you look at it like okay like what did i do wrong or what did they do wrong? Or maybe we just weren't working out. I think a lot of people go towards the former. What did I do what wrong? What did I do mm-hmm. wrong? Why wasn't I good enough for them? Do you do that? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. If you, if you, I think people if people start seeing a constant pattern of you know, being rejected yeah. and stuff like that, or not being chosen or being made a priority, yeah. they're trying to, they start questioning, like, why wasn't I good enough for someone to make me their priority why yeah. wasn't I good enough for someone to want to stick around that's true. rather than being maybe they had something going on yeah yeah it's that's so easy for us to put the onus on us no that's very true yeah. that's understandable yeah mm-hmm. that's deep it is what is love <laughs> we're deep. not we're not allowed to have this conversation according no, to Jake we're not <laughs> sorry <laughs> We wanted to have a conversation about love, but maybe we won't. Do I didn't it. mean to yeah. point it out like that. No, Sorry. no, no, we love Jake. Sorry, Jake. Um, okay, I like this conversation. I do too. Do you like this podcast episode? I thought you were gonna say, "Do you like this podcast?" <laughs> uh, no. I do. Was there I, anything else we you had talk a about? lot of other topics that we had some really good conversations on that I wish we would have recorded? Which one? I, I think it, like on the daily all of our lab conversations I know. we need to record. we need to record those. I mean like do you think there's anything else you want to add into this right now? As far as this particular topic, um did we actually get into advice or not necessarily even advice, but like what we do to become more self-accepting and or mm. like self-care. I like that. Yeah. No, we didn't. We can what do, do that. What do you do? What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Who's navigating this podcast? I like this though. Um, I'm the captain. Yes, now. <laughs> you take the wheel. No. Um, no, seriously. What? Okay, ask me the question one more time. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What do you do for self care or to yeah. accept myself? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, aside from fitness. Mm-hmm. my faith right reminds me how good i am of a person which sounds kind of like not really doesn't make sense but it does my faith reminds me that i have a purpose in this world and when i know i have a purpose i feel better about myself okay i feel like i'm doing something with my life i'm using my time wisely um the impact that I, 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 one thing I love to do is I love, not I love giving advice to people, but I just love being there for people. Okay. I love helping people in whatever I can because I feel like I am sharing my heart and I'm sharing my affection with people to help them. That's so altruistic of you. No, it's, I mean, thanks. <laughs> um, no, because I don't think a lot of people have that. Yeah. Like I, I, you've said like, oh, Joanna's such a, good-hearted person and not that, I'm not denying that yeah but sometimes I don't it's I, difficult no I get what you're saying yeah I don't think people including myself are that 
altruistic or that yeah like putting the needs of others before themselves i for me i don't i honestly don't know where it stemmed from but it's just like i feel like um in my life i want to be surrounded by positive people and by people who have a good mentality and i and if i can like surround myself with those people and if i can help those people have that or whatever within myself that i have that may have some sort of use for somebody else why can't i share it it's you funny know? that you say you want to surround yourself with people who have like a good outlook you because i you think should. i have such a negative outlook. no you do i think there's a lot of uh, there's a light within you that you don't see in a really really dark tunnel I, we talked well, what did we talk about the other day or not the other I think one of our first things we talked about was like misanthropy yes yes and I, was like, and I kept using that word out of context uh, <laughs> but it, I really don't hate people you just are indifferent it's probably like a it's probably like a weird little shield I have so I don't get hurt you know that and that's the thing that for some reason even i know i'll get hurt for me it's this is kind of sad to say but it's worth the pain if i can help someone else no yeah i mean i've been hurt enough to yeah honestly come to realize like i put myself out there way yeah. more than i'd like to yeah. accept yeah because i've been hurt so yeah. much yeah i don't know i just um there are like times where there are people that have come into my life that literally just been into my life for some reason we became friends for a little while they were going through something and i was there for them and then for some reason we just stopped talking Mm -hmm. and in my head i'm like that sucks i just lost a friend or i lost someone in my life but then i'm like you know what i helped them i gave them some sort of advice whatever that's that that's great then i'm good there was a actually a guy that i knew in in college and we were really good friends and um uh he went to school in iran and um, when I was at UCSD, um, during my breaks, I would go in the middle of the library shelves and I would pray. And he was Muslim too. And he said, he's like, why do you pray? I'm like, because he's, I'm Muslim and I like to pray and it helps me. And he's like, I don't do that anymore because I had such a bad experience back in Iran that it was so forced upon me that I don't like to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, let's, let, if you want to try it with me, we can try it. And literally after that conversation, every single day we would go pray together within the shelves and we would go pray and whatever. And I never forced it on him. Mm-hmm. He made the decision. And months later, he thanked me. He was like, thank you so much for bringing me back to this. And But months later after that, we stopped talking. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? I brought him closer to God. I brought him closer to my faith. I did my purpose. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So I took something positive out of it. Even though I lost a friend, you know, I at least I gained him. He gained something out of it. Yeah. So. When do we should have a conversation on religion? Not necessarily Ooh, on the podcast. Yes, yeah. yes, I support that. Yeah. I think whether it's on this podcast or not, I think, actually, I think you should come on this podcast with Jake. I got to get Jake's permission, but that would be <laughs> a good. Seems that, like, <laughs> get this Joanna chick out of here. No, that would be a really good conversation yeah. to have. I think that'll be good. Yeah, only because I have a, a faithless life Even, but yeah no. i don't have i don't follow any sort of religion yeah yeah that'll be i like actually that would be a really good conversation with all three i like that yeah join yes <laughs> okay and well okay so uh so prayer your faith that's one <clears throat> thing so what's this what's another activity or thing that you do for yourself to sort of recenter yourself or give you be there for a, people like reassurance be there for people and what like but what like what, no, what's honestly, the activity anyway it's not even an activity just be there be a friend honest to god like 
when I know I'm there for someone and no, I know like, I what's made a, someone. What's a self-care thing for you? Self-care. Yeah. Being there for people. What is it's weird. I don't know. That like makes me what feel good action? about myself. Action. Listening and giving advice. That just makes me feel good. It like brings me ease and it reminds me that I'm I'm doing something right with my life. So you're having a bad day and you feel totally down on yourself and unsure what path you're on. Instead I, of going to pray, you're gonna go find no, someone I won't to pray talk too. to. No, no, I will no, pray, but like you're gonna go find someone to talk to. For some reason, they always come to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's someone coming to you for. I just feel like timing. I don't know. I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. I think. Not, and let's leave Jim out of this because I feel like that's yeah, no, a good Jim is out of it. for you. What's something Elmira will go do to give herself some self-care to feed off whatever self-criticism she has or not be so much Spending in time head. with my parents. Okay. Yeah. Spending time with them um, uh, kind of like brings me back to my root and like mm-hmm. reminds me of all that I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Both of them together? Separately? Together. Okay. Yeah, definitely together. That I like, appreciate that. Yeah. That helps me, like, that just gives me a sense of confidence and comfort all at the same time when Com- I need it. Or comfort, for sure. Comfort, yeah. for sure. And it gives me confidence because they remind me of of the person I am and because they're the people that know me the best. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like my parents are my best friends and going to them for that like really like um, heals my heart in so many ways. Oh, yeah. June, snaps all around. Love you, mama. Love you, baba. (laughs) Ish. I love you guys. Anyways, how about you? I Well, not necessarily the same answer, but I feel the same way about my mom. Really? Yeah, she's definitely my like my rock and not necessarily that you know she we have like constant conversations or yeah. talk daily or anything but yeah she's such a a grounding force for yeah me. yeah but as far as what i do i think it's important to do things that i like or that bring me peace so okay. i always talk of you know i joke about going on these hikes by myself in the middle of the night but it really is I'll be in my head still and not be, you know, internalizing a lot of things when I'm out on these little trails or whatever, but it's a good place for me to come. Like, it's definitely like my solace because I'll be somewhere, I'll be, you know, on some trail and it's just like, I have a moment to just really be in my head and in my thoughts and be able to process it. So if I'm at work and have all these things going on in my head, I won't have time to process it. Yeah. But if I'm out on a hike by myself... I can really start working through things. That's so good. Yeah. It's like something that kind of brings you back to your zen and like kind of recoup Absolutely. on everything. Yeah, yeah. it's my That's favorite important. place to be. That's so good. And I feel like the fact that you know that, it like makes you comfortable knowing that you can just go there and kind of like get back to who you are. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Aw. Anything else? That I like to do yeah. on my own for self-care? Yeah. I go to a lot of concerts by myself. Oh, and it's really? weird because, yeah, people think it's weird because it's like, oh, you're going to a concert by yourself? That's so strange. Mm-hmm. But, and it's also an interesting thing because you're amongst so many people. Yeah. But you're by yourself. So you don't feel alone. I don't even go there to feel... Anything? in a, Like amongst a crowd. Yeah. I'm okay being there alone. It's almost like there's like, because no one else knows me there, there's like this anonymity. I don't have to worry about what anyone else thinks. Yeah. 
I don't stand out. I just sort of like blend in. Blend it, even though I always I already feel like I blend into the crowd. Um, yeah, there I, I blend in even more, mm. and I can just focus on the music, focus yeah. on the band. Yeah, and I don't have to worry about anyone else being there with me. And I can just I'm enjoying the band or the music by for what it is. I don't have to focus on anyone else. Mm. That's my thing. Yeah, I like. But that. I think that goes along with me being okay getting to a point of being okay being alone and okay yeah and that takes a lot of confidence i would say so it does and mm-hmm. i think you have that oh june <laughs> snaps all around <laughs> yeah. oh anyways i think this was a great discussion do you have yeah. anything else we should get into or i think we're good i think if we go off any further it's gonna turn into like <laughs> an even longer podcast yeah uh, this was really good. Thank you so much Thanks for, for coming. Me. No. Thank you, Jake, for letting me step in for a little bit. June, yes, yes, yes. We'll have him on next week again. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Point. No, yeah, you were not disappointed. This was a great podcast. I love this episode. I think it'll be great. Um, thank you again yeah. for discussing this, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, until next time, my name's Elmira. This is Joanna. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.